Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi ve salatu ve selamu ala Seyyidina Muhammed ve ala alihi ve ashabihi ecma'in. Elhamdülillah from the verses which were recited there is a very important verse which is mentioned after the verse where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala promises at least a minimum of Ten times the reward of one good deed. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala further says, قُلْ إِنَّنِي هَدَانِي رَبِّي إِلَى صِرَاطٍ مُسْتَقِيمٍ Addressing Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that say, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that my Lord, my Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has guided me to صِرَاطٍ مُسْتَقِيمٍ the straight path. دِينًا قِيَمًا مِلَّةَ إِبْرَاهِيمَ حَنِيفًا It is the established and clear way of Ibrahim alayhi salam. In fact, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Habi Ibrahim, I am the manifestation of the dua of my father Ibrahim alayhi salam who made dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless from amongst his progeny a Nabi who will decide the verses of wahi and recitation of the Quran and the teachings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to mankind. He made this dua that such a person should be uh, sent amongst his progeny and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made that none other than Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam which is also a lesson for us that when we make a dua, it's not necessary that we will see the effect of the dua immediately. Sometimes after some time in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows the appropriate time and benefit of the manifestation of that dua. And then the next verse Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala instructs Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to say, inna salati wa 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 Most certainly my, my prayer, my salah, and my sacrifice, my living and my dying is only for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, la sharika lah. There is no partner for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I've been instructed to imbibe this particular concept and also convey it. muslimin, And I'm the first of those who submit to this instruction from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So here we learn that ikhlas and doing everything only for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is part of, of iman. Without doing something for someone other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this requires a lot of effort. And we have to remind ourselves constantly. It's as if we have to zoom in onto our hearts and focus onto what this, the, the, the situation is. Because shaitan, he is old in this game of tricking the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So many times, within a good deed, a person can be deceived to disobey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For example, uh, somebody, somebody meets you and you say, Assalamu alaikum. And the person says, Wa alaikum assalam. And he smiles, mashallah, and he... And he lowers his head, you know, he bows down, thinking that this is actually a display of, of tawadu and humility. But inside, actually, the person feels that, you know, this man, he's a, maybe he's a, young, uh, he's a young man, and potentially this man has got a daughter. So if I, if I display my humility before him, when the time comes to present the proposal, there might be a better chance of the proposal being accepted. And in fact, the malaika might even write down that he did a good deed. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is alimun bidatis sudur. Allah knows what is in the heart. And this is why the ulama say we have to watch our hearts all the time. At any time, our intention can... When I'm speaking, it can happen. May Allah protect all of us. A person speaking and he sees some, some influential person and he says, let me say this in this particular way. Perhaps it would carry some favor in my, for my benefit. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. And let us in every part of our life. When we're meeting somebody, when we befriend somebody, 
it should be for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When we give some charity or we do a favor unto somebody, it should be only for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the ulama say this is one of the most difficult things to, to achieve because constantly we have to remind ourselves, person was performing salah once and he heard the door of the, of the masjid opening and he, he started lengthening his ruku and his sajda and his tasbihat. He was saying it a little audibly. And when he concluded his salah and he made salam, he realized that accidentally a dog came into the masjid and he lamented and he said, woe be unto you. Your entire salah you, you dedicated to a dog thinking that it could have been somebody. So in all our ibadah, when we meet somebody, it should be with ikhlas for the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, not to please anyone. Because if we do something for show, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of qiyamah would then tell us to seek the reward from that individual that we wish to impress or show. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us all ikhlas. And this is one of the main characteristics of, of iman. And this is why Surah Al-Ikhlas, in the Quran, Surah Al-Ikhlas, the Surah of Sincerity and Ikhlas is actually, actually a Surah of Tawheed and Iman describing the attributes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And a person who loves this Surah has been promised Jannah. One Sahabi used to recite it in every raka'ah of his salah. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam asked him, why, why were you doing that? He said, I love this Surah on Nabi of Allah because it describes the Tawheed of Allah. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Hubbuka iyaha tudkhiluka al-Jannah. Your love for this Surah will enter you into, into Jannah. So Iman and Ikhlas, they are coupled. They go side by side. May Allah subhanahu wa Ta'ala grant us all sincerity in all our amal and actions, insha'Allah, so that it may be accepted on the day of Qiyamah. Wa akhiru da'wana, alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Can I state in the sufuf?